0: Okay, perfect. Happy Friday. Happy Friday, I'm so happy girl. I know. Aren't you excited? It's like it's I feel like well it's eleven it's ten for you guys, eleven for me. I'm like, it's noon somewhere. (laughs) Oh god, I wish there was a I wish there was a bar and friends to hang out with. Dude, right? I drink do you like kombucha? Have you tried kombucha? Oh my God! You okay? So before they take it off the shelves again, try go to Whole Foods. It makes you feel good because it has probiotics, but really it's just a glorified beer. And like, but you get probiotics, so it's so yummy. <laughs> so yes, so you feel good. You get antioxidants, and you get a little tipsy. It's the best thing ever. <laughs> No, they haven't taken it off yet. They're just limiting their flavors. Before, they had a whole variety. Now, they just have Divine Grape and Raspberry Rush. (laughs) I know. (laughs) But Divine Grape is good. You feel really, you know, namaste and centered. (laughs) Oh, thank you so much. Hi, Chelsea. Hi, Delia. Good morning. Good How are morning. You? I'm good. How are you? Are you feeling better? I am.
1: Thank you so much. Oh, it was just a, a quick little scare,
0: but luckily it was nothing. Oh, good. Yeah. I mean, I'm not like I was I mean selfishly, I was like, "Uh-oh, what the heck happened?" Because I was so excited, but then I was like, "Wait, I have to be a human. Are you okay?" I was yeah, like, "Thank you." i was like i was like wait what first i was like reschedule i don't like that more but then i was like wait no hold up like it's not normal times like i really hope you're okay
1: oh no i appreciate seriously i appreciate oh, God. um you know you even saying that because oh, i hate to reschedule um but yeah i am feeling so much better oh good thank good.
0: goodness yes <laughs> truly that's awesome and then it's Friday too so you can just you know truly embrace feeling better which is nice
1: exactly because I'm about to embark on a nice little
0: weekend right exactly (laughs) (laughs) I feel that so I'm gonna jump right in and um start asking the questions okay so how would you introduce yourself uh to people who are unaware of you
1: ah so how I would introduce myself to people who are Unaware of me, I would say first, hi, I'm Chelsea Harris, I am <laughs> an actor, um, and currently uh, I'm Sykes on Snowpiercer, which is one of my own personal favorite TV shows ever. Yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah. but on top of that, um, uh, yeah, I'm from Columbus, Georgia, small-town Georgia girl, and have been living in Los Angeles for the past, gosh, now 14 years, um, and... I think next to that, I would also say I'm a huge advocate for diversity and for women on television. That's a really big goal of mine.
0: Perfect. Um, and so this kind of leads to the next question. Please tell us about your role as Skies and Snow Piercer. Yes.
1: So it's actually Sykes. I know. Oh. Spell almost
0: exactly. Oh my God. No, I did spell it correctly. I just said it wrong. S Y K E S. I just can't read this morning. <laughs> no,
1: Sorry. no worries. You're Sorry. not the first. You're not the first. <laughs> So, Sykes is a covert operative, and she is Wilford's right-hand woman. So, Wilford is a person who has created the whole universe of Snowpiercer, the, the, the universe that these people live in, uh, this train that circles the Earth. And so, you know, next to every man is a strong woman, supposedly, right? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> And that is who Sykes is. You know, she is the person who is really doing his dirty work of keeping order on this train and carrying out, uh, carrying out his somewhat devastating, terrorizing orders.
0: um i would say um my my next it's kind of like a sub question what uh pulled you to the role like were you a fantasy buff growing up um like with reading and things like that because i know personally like i loved all things like fantasy mythological um so this totally like piqued my interest like this invisible city like i have so much to binge this weekend (laughs) (laughs)
1: see I wish I had I wish I had your sensibility I actually <laughs> fell in love with fantasy and sci-fi honestly through this show no way uh, yeah yeah I wasn't a huge sci-fi buff but um, so I mean what drew me to the role first just even the way that I got it my manager is a huge fan of the the original film by Bong Joon-ho of course who did Parasite mm-hmm. and and so he was like, Kelsey, you have this audition. you know, And this is like on a Saturday, right? <laughs> Auditions don't come through on Saturdays. And so <laughs> he was so excited. And honestly, first time I looked at it, I'm like, well, I have no idea what to do with this. <laughs> this is completely, you know, because like yeah. I just said, you know, sci-fi. That was a world I, I, I played in a little bit um, because I did do a, uh, a guest star on Star Trek. But... I still wasn't like the biggest consumer. <laughs> right.
0: And there's it. so many depths of and- sci fi. People think, like, okay, obviously yeah. you're Star Trek and Trek. Like, I'm not a Trekkie. Personally, but there's so many different layers like I said mythological you could go yes. historical like there's history yes. sci-fi I mean there's so many layers that like um, aren't just like a hundred percent fantasy so it's when people say oh I'm a sci-fi buff it's almost it's such a broad spectrum you're like okay can we just like make it a little bit more concise in what way are we talking about <laughs> like historical yeah.
1: And that's so so exactly exactly what you're saying. It's so broad, and so stories <laughs> that I had no idea what to do with it. But then I watched the film, and that's what caught me. Because number one, of course, Bong is such an incredible filmmaker and storyteller. But also, what it, it was—the metaphor. Every little, see every scene, everything that you see is a metaphor somehow about life, which is mm-hmm. what then. Made me fall in love with it. Um, So first, I fell in love with the film when I watched it that weekend um, and saw how it was about you know social justice. It it is about classism. It is about um, fascism, even in a sense, you know, and and just the microcosms of of how life is here on Earth now. That you know, then when blown up into that kind of world, it's like whoa! You can really see how. How messed up, you know? Parts of culture are, yeah. And so, yeah. And then, and then I was just like, okay, we have, we have to do this. Yeah,
0: yeah. <laughs> it's like the complexity okay. of being human. It just, but it, in, in a yeah. in a prettier um, um, setting, I guess you'd say.
1: Yeah, that's that's beautifully said. It's the complexity of being human um, in a fantasy setting. Yeah,
0: exactly. <laughs> that's what i tell people when they're like you like sci-fi i was like look it's deeper than it sounds
1: (laughs) and that's thank you so much for saying that sci-fi is incredibly deep and and now that i've spent so many i mean i've spent the last year and a half now you know really falling in love with the genre um i think that it is one of the most powerful storytelling tools that we have uh because you can say so much about um, current life circumstances without pointing to it directly exactly. if that makes sense
0: yes, yeah, like a passive yeah. way of saying it but yeah. <laughs> yeah. but okay then I don't want to get off topics so I could talk about this topic forever <laughs> and, but So I'm going to just jump into question three. Um, So first and foremost, congratulations uh, for being honored as ambassador in 2018 by Shonda Rhimes. Uh, Thank you. Please tell us about your role in the Dove Self-Esteem Program. Yeah. Uh, Well, the Dove Self-Esteem Program is
1: just something that is really uh, close to my heart. And what they actually call it is the Dove Self-Esteem Fund. So Mm -hmm. a lot of folks didn't know that, um, you know, for don't know exactly how many years they've done this, but Dove has set aside money specifically uh, to put towards education of of young women and girls to help build up their self-esteem, you know, help build up women that that are confident in themselves so that we can ultimately topple the patriarchy. But, (laughs) um, yeah, so my involvement with them, I actually first... I sat in on workshops when I was fifteen or sixteen years old, and there was something that I heard back then that just really opened my eyes. um, You know about how I relate to myself. I used to relate to myself as just um, you know uh, uh, the function of a woman in the world is largely to be pretty, Mm -hmm. and you know, and that's I grew up in the south, yeah, right. Um, So not to say that that is how everybody thinks in the South, but that is a large thought. It's it's
0: like paradigm. your currency. I think that's in most cult, whether they say it or not. I think the, the it's like for a woman, the currency or your value or how much mm. currency you have is how aesthetically pleasing you are. It's pre Beyonce's pretty sure. hurts. I mean, the, I mean, she is so deep. People don't think... But I mean, I don't know if you've heard that yeah. song. But it's the truth. It's like nobody really cares like what you're thinking. As long, you could be literally like dead inside but as long as you look put together polished and as aesthetically pleasing they're happy you know and it's and it's not i mean i think that's in most cultures whether or 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 or, um uh, environments it's just some are more vocal about it than others some just kind of hide it but i think it's just it's it's unfortunately it just seems that's the currency for women it's like how pretty are you and it's like well i mean crap i don't i mean i think i'm okay you know it's just yeah you know it's like and but it's a different time for sure
1: it's, it is and that's exactly it it's a different time and you know largely part of what um you know what is shared within these different workshops and classes and mentoring sessions that are offered with young women it's it's this. It's talking about what real value and worth looks like. But it's also, you know, part of the education is waking them up to kind of the, the lies <laughs>
0: that
1: we've been told of exactly what you just shared. You know, that um, our our aesthetic is so much of our currency, whereas... Um, you know, our intelligence, our vitality, our, you yeah. know, the, our, our, um, yeah, you know, these other things just aren't as valuable. So it's, it's educating young women on their real, their, their real worth so that they can grow up into confident, powerful, empowered,
0: Women. Oh, that is beautiful. I gotta check that one out. The Dove Fund. <laughs> I like it. Just it's so nice. Um, what have you seen as the common thread of issue or issues that uh face young women across the nation, which kind of ties in to uh, the Dove Fund? So, from being a part of it, what have you found have been the biggest issue or issues for young women?
1: Mm. Yeah, so many. I, know. I think it's, it's. Yeah, there are a few. There are a few. One of the number one ones that comes to mind is um, it's what we call it is, forget the, the exact term for it, but basically it's learning how to read social media, uh, social media literacy. Okay. <laughs> social media literacy. And and basically what we're talking about is, um, you know, so many people look at photos and experiences that people are having on social media Mm -hmm. and they see them as fact like this is what life should look like therefore if i am not this airbrushed you know Mm -hmm. perfect polished um look and if i am not you know like
0: on a ma- beach in Maui at yes. t- at eighteen, <laughs> like, and it looks like I yeah. can't spell one hundred, but I got exactly. Birkins and a private yacht. Then it's like, um, yeah, what am I doing in life? Yeah, that's
1: it. That's it. If I'm not a, I'm not on a yacht in
0: Croatia for my eighteenth birthday, yeah. I must be doing something exactly. wrong. And and it's you know again, it's about just breaking down the lies. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, like you know, and like I still so think because like I'm 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 petite i'm like a side job. i can't take a picture to save my life like i, 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 I mean it's one of the main re- many reasons i don't have like I, my own personal social media i'm like i don't have the time i mean it takes a, to get your angles know the lighting and then the filters i was like oh my god it's too much like li- i mean i res- respect because it's hard to get your angles like some of the pictures yeah. i take i'm like wait what is that <laughs> that does not translate correctly but, it, it, but it's true but like but the thing is is like i was fortunate to to have like the privilege or or the background to to understand that this is not it's a facade what social media is is a facade but there's so many young girls out there that they all they yeah. see is like and i think that's just beautiful because it's like that you guys highlight that because it's like so many young girls they they hear you know uh, like a rap song and it's talking about you know your red bottom heels and mm-hmm. and you know the importance of sleeping with someone rich to get x y and z <laughs> and don't even know I love Cardi B and Megan The Stallion for their music mm-hmm. but you know I because they have a great beat and you're just like yeah you go girls but at the same time it's like people are really hearing these lyrics and they think that's all that you can do which goes which ties back into your aesthetic you can't just sleep with yeah. someone rich if you are not quote-unquote aesthetically pleasing so what happens if you can't yeah. do that like are you worthless yeah. you know i think that's so mm-hmm. like it's such a complex issue i would say so i think that's just brilliant mm,
1: you know you just highlighted on some things that is like one of my favorite little you know, v- video clips that I've seen in the longest time. And it was Cher being interviewed, I think, maybe by, like, Diane Sawyer or something. And Diane said, or um, Cher was telling the story that her mother said, Oh, Cher, you know, like, I just want you to, like, grow up and ri- marry a rich man. And she said, Mom, I am a rich man. Oh. <laughs> You know, and it's yeah. like, that's what, but that's what I'm talking about. It's like, it's like, wait, 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 wait. Why do you have to give away all this power when you can just be the empowered one? Exactly.
0: Mm-hmm. And I'm not, and it's not a man bad, I mean, cause don't get me wrong. Like I, 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 I love men. I, you know, like. I I love everything about but my whole point is like you don't have to sell sacrifice so much like if you're able-bodied and you're smart and you can work why not get I mean it's a totally different vibe when you approach like if you happen to be with someone that is wealthy wonderful no one's saying not to but it's like it's a totally different How even they treat you it's totally different when you know that you have worked for something um and you if if you Uh want red bomb heels or jimmy choos and you have worked and saved it's a totally different feeling when a man comes in and says okay you have one that's amazing i'll give you 20 it's like "Mm, okay well that's nice but it's not like oh my gosh i'll do anything to get that one pair it's a total it's a psyche it's it's very very different it's you it just it, you feel more confident. You'd say, "Okay, give it. Don't give it. I know I can have it," and I think that uh-huh. needs to be highlighted more. Not just you know, I'll sleep with some. I mean, don't get me wrong, that's a work too. I'm not saying it's not, but it's there's a different level of work. You know, when you use more of your intellect than your body it's more of a self-respect thing i think without any judgment you know
1: <laughs> yeah yeah i mean and it's it's incredibly important to me you know that young women around me <laughs> um you know including myself just realize my value outside of outside of things outside of glam outside of luxury outside of all these things you and know it's
0: hard i'm not saying um, it's not it's, it's <laughs> a <really laughs> struggle. But you,
1: It it is, right? And it's a struggle because this is just what society looks like. But, you know, to be able to value yourself outside of those things and so that you don't necessarily need these things, but then you can have these things and enjoy them and relate to them in a different way where it doesn't define you.
0: I think that is brilliant, which kind of, it all, so I'm not going to ask question five because you just explained it because it's like, how do you teach them to help with that issue, which you just explained. So I don't need to reiterate that. Um, number six, uh, when you accept different roles, do you think about how the characters you portray could impact young women?
1: Oh, yeah. I always, every, every time, even just when I audition for a role, um, I immediately go to, okay one no judgment of this person right Mm -hmm. because everybody is moving through life at different paces doing different things That even though i might not necessarily agree with i can at least have empathy for you know this is a real human experience on some level and and then and then what i look at is okay well how do i tell this story in the most empowering way possible You know, so I absolutely do think about how it will, you know, how, um, young women who are looking at this role will affect them. But I also, this is what I also know. Any role that I choose or that, you know, I am chosen for because of, I, because of just who I know what my intentions are and what I'm innately showing up with, um, I think that that you know a woman that's looking at it can't help but feel some piece of empowerment because you know there is no part in me that's going to be able to tell this woman's story yeah. <laughs> in a way that that somehow is uh, you know uh, disempowering or disenfranchising. Um, yeah, yeah. There's just there's a lot of there's a lot of thought and a lot of intention that goes into it. Perfect.
0: Um, so, and then also you have a supporting role in Top Gun Maverick. Yay. Thank you. Yay, congratulations. Um, with the release date of summer 2021, which is fast approaching, thankfully. What is the message uh, your character conveys or what can we expect um, for Ooh. your character?
1: I love this. Again, this is a woman <laughs> of strength. <laughs> this is, yes. Um, so even in this, my character is Again, right-hand woman to John Hamm's character. I can't get too much about what he's doing, but John Hamm's—you know, no
0: way—the
1: madman yes. dude. Yeah, I need to do more research. I did not know well, John Hamm. Oh my and, god! Yeah, and you know what she what she conveys? She's a woman of strength. She's a woman of, of she gets stuff done. She's efficient. She's um, super count-onable and uh yeah she really believes in the in the new recruits that are coming in awesome. She's gonna
0: test them. are you excited for the pre- well this premiere i think with everything going on hopefully it's like a, um more calmed down by then like with COVID and everything but do, are you excited for the premiere i don't know if it's going to change like the traditional way of premieres work but um regardless are you are you excited yes <laughs> 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 of course.
1: I hope there's a premiere. I hope there's an actual red like, carpet. Yes. You know, and like a full on premiere premiere. Because this movie I mean, it's so long in the making and it's such a big deal. Um, Even when we were filming it uh, down in uh, the Naval Base Coronado in San Diego, so many people came up to us and said that the reason why they had joined that branch of the military was because of the original film. And so, so yeah, I mean, just to, right? So just to honor the the work and the love (laughs) uh, that went into it, I, I pray that we get to have a full red carpet premiere.
0: Oh, I hope so, too. And You can wear, like, the prettiest dress, like, or ah. or whatever you want to wear, but whatever it is. Pretty. Oh, yeah. It'll be something like that.
1: It'll be beautiful.
0: <laughs> um, <laughs> what does your dream role look like? Actors and mm. the message and, like, anything. If someone said, Chelsea, here's a blank canvas of your perfect role, what would it be?
1: So... Speaking of sci-fi, <laughs> uh, I I I realize my dream role is to get into the head of the person that tells the sci-fi stories. So, uh, my dream role right now is to play a young version of Octavia E. Butler, the sci-fi writer, yeah, the black female sci-fi writer. I yes. Okay, so, so yeah. Yeah, because she's just a fascinating human being who grew up in the, you know, the 50s and 60s when she didn't have a lot of access to – well, not that she didn't have the access. There just weren't sci-fi books Mm -hmm. written from a black female experience, and so she created these incredible books, you know, Parable of the Sower, Earthseed, you know, all these these incredible sci-fi novels um, and series – Uh, and put herself into them and literally opened up an entire genre (laughs) of afrofuturism and black sci-fi so that's yeah that's my dream role right now perfect
0: and then do you have any would you um actors that you like work with in this project
1: Mm. well you know what since i would be playing octavia um i haven't filled in the rest of the cast yet
0: <laughs> <laughs> right that's the most important one exactly that's everyone's supporting yeah. who cares about them if they'll they'll work around me i gotcha they'll work
1: around we'll, me we'll, we'll we'll figure it out we're crafting it out slowly we're crafting <laughs> it out slowly that's what i'm
0: saying oh that's that's a more politically correct way that's that's so much nicer <laughs> um and then the last and most fun question is what is your favorite way to like unwind
1: Mm. my favorite way to unwind oh gosh don't laugh at me i like to like have a little little sip of rosé and turn on some bachelor and watch it with my boyfriend
0: girl no the bachelor i'm hardcore judging i am hardcore i'm not supposed to but really the bachelor girl oh no
1: you want some drama (laughs)
0: <laughs> it's just it's, not, it's it's nothing trauma. still and you're just like what are you doing like yeah. i force like i force my dudes like some to watch some, like pretty crappy stuff but like his is like just lupon or like kevin hot <laughs> the bachelor no I, even i could oh my gosh well oh. well
1: my boy see 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 i i considered myself very very well read <laughs> very well traveled very well educated but sometimes i sit down in front of the bachelor and i am just like you're hey, just in awe i know well, I, I know exactly i wa- It's like, it's like hate watching something. It's like, oh my, you know what I mean?
0: Yeah, you're just like, these people exist? Like, really? Like, see, that's what I would think. Like... I just can't like I saw like I read the news I see the the new bachelor is 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 black and I don't know why that's such an uproar but either way like okay and then like I saw like a contestant oh she used she tweeted something racist in the past I'm like is that a shock like why are, like okay like yeah like I don't understand how it's TV. <laughs>
1: Here's the thing, though, and this is why The Bachelor is fascinating, is because as an actor, I'm obsessed with human behavior. Uh And so when I sit and watch The Bachelor, and this this is, you know, The Bachelor is so high stakes. But nobody stays together. But
0: you know how it yes, ends. Everyone, do. no one stays together. Yes, who? Only Tristan and like Ryan, which I think was season one, are the only couple that have ever uh-uh. stayed together. you uh-huh. 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 everyone's ending in divorce or broken off engagement. I mean, it's like what twenty season. Only one couple has survived. Like you know how it's gonna end. Not <laughs> well. Not well. <laughs>
1: clearly clearly i am a hopeless romantic and you are not it's so, so. true it, it is so true i'm like
0: look at the statistics people nobody makes it nobody makes it except tristan and ryan which i think the firefighter dude thing yeah yes that's
1: they
0: it did. out of 30 they, seasons one you can pick out one oh my you God.
1: know you know it, well the one guy that 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 uh he uh he had proposed to the one girl, and then after the finale, he decided to go back and tell her actually he chose the wrong person and chose the other girl, and went and chose the other girl, and it was like super awkward. Wait, she became what? the bachelorette later. Oh, they
0: that's amazing! They are married now and
1: have two babies.
0: Oh well, look at her. Okay, so there's two. Okay, so yeah. two at thirds. Now it's not point oh one; it's point oh two. Okay. Well. <laughs>
1: Still, though, my point behind <laughs> it is that because it's so high stakes for these people, right? And so you can't naturally help but just, like, there's some piece of you that gets, like, me, me. There's a piece of me that gets caught up in it. You're, see, and... that's because
0: you're right. You're a hopeless romantic. I'd be looking, I'd be like, look, I'm not doing all this work. You choose me, you choose me. You don't, you don't. Like, I have, a, like, what the hell, man? Like, see, I'm just more cynical, so...
1: I love it I, I, but I, I do I watch it and I'm just like wow I just can't believe people are like this yeah. and, I, I, and I can't believe and like you watch how people behave when like their back is up against the wall and they're like really nervous it's just it's fascinating to me because it, it's like I truly feel like I'm a fly on the wall yeah <laughs> you know and and that is yeah that's, that's something I love for I love Chelsea. to watch people
0: you know okay you know with no judgment i respect that and you know what? and i'll just say it's because it's the cynicism in me that is why and i respect that
1: okay, okay. exactly
0: <laughs> but but that so that is everything um is so enjoyable did you have any questions for me or anything um that you need answered that i could uh answer for you um
1: no no i don't think i have any questions okay perfect so it comes out
0: um okay so it's fine so next